The event has entered history as the Canadian Roswell and was commemorated by the Royal Canadian Mint on a glow-in-the-dark coin in 2019. The village of Shag Harbor. Shag Harbor. Shag Harbor in the district of Barrington. The Shag Harbor area. Shag Harbor. Shag Harbor area. Shag Harbor. Shag Harbor. Shag Harbor. Of all places. This is It Happened One Year. A look back at the events big and small, themed and forgotten from 1967. Hey, everybody. We're doing it again! Here we are! It happened one year. 1967. 1967! Can I, you believe it? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can. Yeah. Every time we do this, I can believe it. You know, the funny thing is that we say kind of the same stuff when we start every episode, but sure. there's no reason to keep saying, can you believe it? No. no. <laughs> I don't I, know why. I'm pretty sure you say it every time. I think yeah, it's me, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I guess I'm just always surprised at the longevity <laughs> of this show. <laughs> Welcome to episode 96. Oh I don't know. It's, it's really gotten up there. Too long. Yeah. We just keep on keeping on. We do. Uh, oh, real quick. Before mm. we go any further. Okay. Uh, I would like to uh, point us back to the Super Bowl one oh, episode. Jesus Christ. When I uh, correctly predicted who would win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> back in September. Before any games were played. Yeah. I'm I'm very proud of you. Yeah, no, you did pick the other team. No, I picked the other team. No, you picked the other team. You did pick the when other team. When we got no. to the act so yeah. in the order of, of picks that we do with this, at the beginning of the playoffs, yeah. I was uh, waffling. I wanted to just say, like, I picked this team at the beginning of the playoffs, yeah. at the beginning of the season, and I wanted to stick with that. Yeah. And I picked the Chiefs right from the beginning. I was like, yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to win. By the time we get to the playoffs, I was a little hesitant. Yeah. I was going with the Niners. Little did I know that they would end up with no quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, and, then when it, and then when it got to the actual Super Bowl, yep. I thought the Eagles had so much momentum that, uh, and Mahomes was sort of hurt that yeah. I thought the Eagles were going to win. And so they didn't. So I kept. So those little things that were you and me type bets. Yeah. Uh, I still am going to. I still was sticking with you my did, original. Yeah, thing, you picked so the Chiefs to be huge. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure we got that out there because by the time this episode comes out, the Super Bowl will be so long ago. <laughs> right. I didn't want to forget about People it. People are so. going to be like, "Who did win the Super Bowl?" <laughs> It was, was even in the Super Bowl. It was the Chiefs. They played the Eagles and the Eagles lost. Yeah, that's if you if you need a reminder. Yeah. It was uh that that weird sporting event wrapped around the Rihanna concert. <laughs> that was what happened. Look at you saying her name right. Good I'm job. trying to stick I'm with proud it. Of you. Trying to that's be nice. trying to be that guy. That's nice of you. So yeah, so I wanted to make sure we got that out there before we went any further. Yeah. So as this episode is coming out, yes. what have we just experienced it happened one year once? <laughs> well, listeners, you would have just experienced the amazing Five part <laughs> yes. uh, scripted episode that Joe wrote and uh, we produced uh, the visitors to Nova Scotia. Yeah, the entirety of which has just aired. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't listened to it yet, what are you doing? And probably you should to listen to this episode. Yeah, because otherwise we're gonna. That's kind of what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, like I want to talk about the actual event, which yeah. doesn't really get specified yeah. in the in the fictional show yeah. as far as what actually has happened, what's actually true. Mm-hmm. Because a bunch of it is true, but I didn't really specify. So I felt like I should we should have an episode like that. Yeah. And that's what we were going to do. Yeah, we wanted to cover, you know, the the scripted episode is somewhat fictionalized or mostly fictionalized. Mostly fictionalized. Yeah. Uh, if you had to place a percentage on it, what would you say? Well, I was trying to think of this the other day and I would say that as far as the actual events that we know for sure happened. Yeah. The first two episodes, the events are pretty close yeah. to reality, sort of. The people are mostly 
fiction. The characters are all made yeah. up. Yeah. And, I mean, some of them even have the same names as actual people, but they're clearly completely fictionalized characters. Yeah. And then after a point, it's just speculation of what happened. Yeah. So you didn't give me a number as a percentage. Mm. I would say, by events, I would say of that act that we know for sure happened, it's maybe 20%. 20%. But there's uh, also, yeah. a lot of that is based on a lot of rumors and conjectures after the fact. Yeah. Like, in the decades afterwards, there was a lot of kind of like UFOologist yeah. literature that points to other things that could have happened. So by the end of that show, everything that takes place at the the Canadian Forces base at Shelburne, there are some people who posit some of that actually happened. But yeah. there's no proof of any of that. Yeah. So it's zero to twenty percent uh nonfiction. <laughs> it's no five. Something to 20% definitely non- crashed in that harbor. <laughs> so I would say it's not zero percent. Yeah. But it's the at the low end, it's probably 6%. 6%. 6 to 20%. <laughs> yeah. I think that's uh, fair. Nonfiction. Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, I'm going to assume that you all have listened to all five of the episodes. Again, if you haven't, what are you doing? Go back and do that. If you, uh, Let's say you have, but you have some sort of amnesia or aphasia. Yeah. Let me just do a, a quick overview of, of what Joe's talking about. So, in 1967, uh, something crashed in the harbor in Nova Scotia. Yeah. And maybe it's aliens. Right. Yeah. They don't know what it is. Right. And so that's the those are the key takeaways that you need to have. But Joe, tell us more about what was real in the show. Yeah. So the whole basis for the thing for the show and for the reason that this story has stuck around for so long is that there were so many alien sightings that day, and it is October fourth of nineteen sixty seven. And by the end of that night, something crashed into this harbor, which is in the like far southern coast of Nova Scotia like around the tip from the Bay of Fundy, like way at the bottom, right? And so because of that, like this was in the newspapers at the time and, you know, a lot of people were witnesses to whatever was seeing something in the sky and then that something crashed into the harbor. So in the show, you have a lot of like descriptions of what the characters saw. Is that accurate to what the... Some of it, yeah. yeah. Now, so the thing with writing the show, like I wanted to be careful to not use anything that wasn't real quotes to mm-hmm. base anything on because I like I didn't want to base this on any of the nonsense speculation which yeah. I, that's not even really fair to say but it's like a lot of people wrote about this event later and I tried to avoid reading most of that because I didn't want it to somehow get polluted inside of it. like most of this was just made up yeah and so I didn't want to you know inadvertently start using that yeah right? yeah a lot of the the descriptions you like the people actually use as far as the pilots and the caller, especially at the very beginning. Yeah. That's all pretty much what's in the reports. Like, they refer to it as a fireball. fireball. They refer to it the size of it being 50 or 60 feet long from the ground. This is what they would say. Yeah. Uh, there aren't really a lot of of the reports about what it looked like in the water when yeah. it gets to the harbor. Because it floated in the water for a little while before it sank. Yeah. I didn't include that because it's really inexact and there were so many people there that it wasn't consistent. The little bit that I saw. Yeah. And again, it starts to veer into speculation because one of those people ended up becoming, he's like the head of the Shag Harbor UFO Society is one of those people. And Uh I didn't want to lead into that too much because, you know, in the decades afterwards, if you're still really involved in it, I was just concerned that it would get just convoluted. It becomes like a touristy thing. So like they could be adding or making up or augmenting the story in whatever way. Right. Even if it was inadvertent, not, not even like they were trying to sell something, but like you live in it for so long, 
it just could be confabulation could yeah. just happen, right? Yeah. And so that's why I was trying to be careful with that. So did they recover anything from the whatever sank? No. So that's always been the thing. And that's why from beyond the day of, there's no real concrete information about what happened. There's yeah. a lot of other reports of things taking off out of the water, but from various places. Yeah. But they did actually send divers down. There's a couple references to the divers in the yep. show. Um, in the next couple days, they did have this going on and the Americans were there and there was some rumors that there were Russian submarines in the in the area. Yeah. Now whether that was related, it's hard to say, or even true, because there's no I, I couldn't find any like verified Russian sightings. But yeah. the Americans really were there. Yeah. Um, but I think the Canadian Coast Guard really did show up and send divers down looking for it for the next couple days and yeah. didn't find anything. Can you imagine being that diver? Like, you're swimming, you got your light on, you could come across anything. And maybe an alien. Yeah, like, anything could have been down there. Yeah. But, like, there was still some concern that it was a plane crash. Yeah. For a while. For sure. And that was that's pointed to in the show a couple times, yeah. the idea that, like, this could also be this. It was just, could this be the same thing they saw from the plane? Mm-hmm. Which was hours before it crashes into the harbor. Yeah. And that's where even the whole idea that this could have been a true story starts to fall apart. Because it's like, why would it have crashed for so long? Yeah. Like, what actually went wrong with whatever this thing was? If it's the same thing that was spotted in all these different places. So, really, what makes the most sense to me is the idea that maybe what they saw in the plane isn't the same thing that was in Nova Scotia. Mm Mm-hmm. Mostly just because the plane was not the plane wasn't right over Nova Scotia. It had yeah. taken off a little while earlier, and they claim they saw something that exploded outside of the plane. So it's just a coincidence that they saw something and something crashed in the harbor. Right. Like I don't know the order of events as far as when stuff was reported. That like would they have already reported it by the time people were seeing it in Halifax yeah. and down from there? Yeah. So that's my guess is that it's probably not the same thing, or it's some, or if it is some sort of UFO idea. Just why would it have taken so long? That would have to be something really extraterrestrial for what to cause that event yeah. to take place. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying not to do too much quoting of Fox Mulder, but I will say if coincidences are just coincidences, why do they feel co- so contrived? I think that's a it's a good question. I think you can Fox Mulder most of this conversation. <laughs> I think that, or at least Scully. Uh, I think that would be fair. Yeah, I I don't like I don't have an opinion on it really. I don't know. I believe everybody believes something crashed there, so I yeah. believe that's true, but. Beyond that, it's hard to say, yeah. but in the other reports that I saw, it was that the reason they couldn't pull anything up is because when the craft sank, it then somehow moved underwater, Yeah, making it sort of this, you know, submersible thing. Yeah. And that's why there were sightings allegedly in Shelburne, which is nowhere near Shag Harbor, but also around the tip of the island, which is much closer. Yeah. And it was something I didn't really want to get into in the show. I wanted the show to end where it did. Yeah. But allegedly, a couple days later, people claim that, that stuff came out of the water down there. So, yeah. So there's a couple, like, schools of thought. It's just for the fa- for the purpose of the show, I couldn't think of, like, how to incorporate all of that. Yeah. And I thought that it was best just to go with one yeah. one thing and cl- and not even claim it as true, but just this is the story that we told. Yeah. So that was what that was. So you don't have an opinion about what it is? I don't know. I mean, I'm not somebody who overly believes in these sorts of things, but it's, it's as legitimate as any other real alien story, UFO type story yeah. that you would hear, right? Like... Like Roswell, I've I've never really read up a lot on Roswell, a little bit, you know. But Roswell clearly was something. Something crashed there. Yeah. And they've just never the fact that they've never said what it was and nobody ever came out with it leaves me to believe that 
that's probably nothing. You yeah. know, like so sooner or later someone would have said, right? Yeah. Like it would have gotten out. The thing with this is that they never recovered it. So yeah. it's just that they saw something, you know? I mean, allegedly they give all the presidents access to that data. And if it was aliens, Trump would have told us. Like, oh, right? for sure, right? He like he yeah. would have known, right? Yeah. I thought there was a story that, like, when Clinton became president, like, one of the first things he said was, I want to go and know, find out what that is. Like, I need to know what that is. And, like, I can understand, like, and then he maybe found out and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. yeah. But Trump definitely would have told people. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. I believe he had that, that that meeting with the ambassador to Russia and just had, like, state secrets on a piece of paper and was waving it around. Like, yeah. if, if Trump knew aliens existed, oh. he would tell everyone. He would have told, he would have said this at a rally oh. at least once. Oh, you yeah. Know? Absolutely. They're, they're sending their best aliens. <laughs> They're a bunch of good guys. They, you know, they're big fans of Trump. <laughs> oh my god, I love and hate when you do Trump because I really do. It's, it's, you know, it's hard to be married to someone who sounds like Trump. Yeah. I do have an opinion. Do you? Aliens, definitely. Just definitely. One hundred percent. This is also, I believe, the way you came around to your opinion on Bigfoot. Yeah. During the course of this show. Yeah. Was you just saw it? And you're like, well, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I had never seen the Bigfoot footage before. Really convincing. Definitely Bigfoot. Yeah. No problem. I mean, I I think this is a pretty good indication that it could be a true thing yeah you know for most of them like when there's just lights in the sky that could be anything right yeah. like even though even in the trailer for this episode yep there is like a video of like the famous lights in the sky which i think was in arizona mm-hmm. but like there have been reports of what that actually was that it yeah. was some sort of chain of satellites or yeah. something that like that would cause that to look that way yeah it's weird that no one's seen it like more. Yeah. So if it is that, then why isn't that? Why isn't there more evidence of that? Yeah. But but with this, just because there were all of these sightings in all of these different places, Halifax isn't necessarily particularly close to yeah. Shag Harbor either. Yeah. So the fact that it comes in this angle and comes all the way down, yeah. and the sightings follow that, leads me to believe that's the same thing, whatever it was, and they're all in a pretty short period of time. So, yeah. So I, I tend to think that that's what it is. I don't really believe anything beyond that point. I yeah. think all the rest of it is made up because there none of it's coming from really great reports. It's all just kind of like speculation and hearsay yeah. and whatnot. So the whole Shelburne thing or the other thing where I think it was somewhere off the prospect pier or something at the bottom, uh, which I think I then threw in as a line just to kind of nod to the actual part of it. I don't know that it, there's no there's no proof of that. Yeah. So I, I tend to think that that might have been some some fabulists coming up with stories yeah i mean i think we try on our show not to talk too much about things that are happening like current events because it sort of dates the show and this one's going to come out several months from a couple months from when we're having this conversation but i will say prior to the last couple of weeks i would have said you know if there are aliens i think the government probably knows about it and they're probably controlling that information you know because they've they know of what's in the sky but it's pretty clear that the government has no clue what is happening in the sky like no, no idea the fact that they this so listeners this is just after it's like a week after the us shot down like three or four things out of the sky yeah. in like one weekend yeah. did you see like they came out and they were like uh, they were basically like recreational balloons yeah. one was like there was like a hobby club in northern <laughs> Illinois that like would send balloons around the globe and this balloon had like gone all the way around the globe and then they the government just shot it down with some missiles yeah and they're just like a b- bunch of guys sitting in a in a club in northern Illinois thinking about uh, how they traverse the globe with a balloon that well and nice we job like, idiots. No. yeah no this is China or aliens <laughs> yeah well, the one was China. We had that. Yeah, yeah, that but, one was China. Yeah, no, the one was that last weekend where here, here yeah. in in Chicago, yeah, yeah. there was like they were scrambling right. jets and Gary, and then shot it down up up on Lake Huron. I yeah, think? yeah, like 
but it was all connected to the same thing. And they were like, they're shutting down the airspace over Lake Michigan. And we're like, what, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and was, it was just some dudes. Yeah, just some, just some yeah. hobbyists. Just hobbyists, yeah. yeah. They said, like, they had to come out and, and say in the press, press briefing that it was, like, either hobbies or weather balloons. <laughs> <laughs> they like recalibrated I think what happened is they like recalibrated their their sonar or whatever you call it the detective tools they use in the sky yeah I don't know anything about <laughs> detective this detective tools the in the sky detective tools in the sky and they they like changed the setting from like a level one to a level two and then they were like all these things they're like holy shit <laughs> I gotta go shoot those down. the sky is full of balloons <laughs> we gotta get rid of all of these yeah uh, relax guys but yeah I mean this has been a weird stretch this last like month week couple of weeks yeah and so the fact that we're in the middle of doing all of this shag harbor nova scotia stuff yeah uh was kind of weird i was like all of a sudden like man we should get the show out quicker like this <laughs> we could really capitalize on this like, i was re- i read joe the like quote from the press briefing where the press secretary had to come out and be like it's not aliens guys <laughs> and i was like this sounds like the the press the mayor, conference the press scene. Yeah, yeah 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 so so yeah that's about it as far like i mean because again, I didn't really want to like use too many real people because yeah. I knew the characterizations were going to get so extreme and yeah. so far away from reality that like when I first wrote it, I kind of used everybody's real names just because I needed names, and then I started changing them. Yeah, but they're all—I mean, the names are based on real people, sort of. Yeah, and then there's a couple people. The mayor of Barrington really was Mayor Divine. Uh, I don't know if it was. A, I assume it was a man. I don't. I oh, couldn't. I'm fi- sure it was. I couldn't find that out. I can't believe they would have a woman mayor in '67. But in uh, in the show, it was this girl. Yeah, and you did great. Thank you. But yeah, so that was a real person. There was a real Colonel Turner. That that part of the story is actually true. Yeah. More or less, that he tells this these stories that like of yeah. what it's not, but doesn't say what it is. Yeah. So that was in there. Um, but there's not really much else. Like. Yeah. There's a couple. The town clerk's name really was Fry. That's oh, nice. that's not something I made up. But nice. otherwise, you know, yeah, it was. I didn't really. I didn't want to try to do that because I mean, this wasn't that long ago. Some of these people are still alive. Yeah. I didn't really want to like, yeah, in some way insinuate that any of this was real character wise. Yeah, because after a point, it does become kind of a goofy character story than yeah. a alien story. It's more about the town. And it, the town's reaction, which none of which is necessarily true. <laughs> so, um, well, is there anything else that you want people to know about the actual event that happened that we didn't talk about? Uh, I, mean, so, I mean, some of the descriptions were true as far as like the thing when it was in the water. I realized the story at the end of episode two, it just ends when it crashes into the water and it jumps two days later. But there are a lot of like stories about what the ship looked like and mm-hmm. what the area was like because mm-hmm. the the boats did get there relatively quickly, and then. At, well, when the thing sank, there was this foam on the water that mm-hmm. was this odd sort of other foam that kind of sparkled yeah. or something. The whole thing smelled like sulfur. So that seems to indicate that that's a real thing that happened, that this yeah. wasn't like, you know, I think what's in the show? that like It's like a giant bird yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> a tree crashed into the lake, something like that. So there's something along the lines of that. The one thing that I had to cut out of the show was a series of scenes with uh, guys on a boat. I just couldn't... They were fishermen. I just couldn't figure out a way to make it work. And that was on the northern part of the island. The the mm-hmm. northern half of the bottom part of the island. If yep. you look at Nova Scotia, it runs sort of uh, southwest to northeast is sort of the... Yeah. And all of this takes place on the, like, south southeast part. So the north part of that, in the Bay of Fundy, yeah, yeah. that's where I, there's all these fishermen. And there were sightings there of the same thing. And this was a ship... Uh, uh, they reported it as something that flew back and forth across the harbor oh. really quickly. Like, and the, the Bay of Fundy is between Nova Scotia and like mainland Canada. So it's yeah. like up there. 
And so that was all part of this. Yep. And so I wrote scenes with that, but we, we just cut them out because it was getting baggy. But but so there was sightings up there where the rest of, if you were to take a map and look at like all the parts we talk about, mm-hmm. there's like Halifax, Mahone Bay, you know, down to uh, Granite Village is mentioned at one point, Shag Harbor, Barrington. It's all sort of in yep. this one line. But this is on this other side. So I don't know what that points to exactly, yeah. but it's time-wise, it's all in the same <laughs> period of two hours or whatever where all of this takes place which Mm -hmm. is the last two hours more or less of october 4th Mm -hmm. and then it sinks i think it's it doesn't sink quite as quick as it is in the show but it sinks fairly quickly yeah and then kind of goes from there i don't know about like how much it's worth getting into other people's stories because a lot of these other like stories that came out about the event or like speculation about it came out so far after the fact yeah that it leads me to believe this was just people who wanted to write books or tell stories and right. so they started interviewing people and then just making stuff up so i don't know about any of that but um as far as actual events that we know of that's basically it they saw yeah. it from the plane there was this the, the call in the halifax to the to the radio station really happened and then saying it was a fireball yeah saying that it was a fireball and most of the descriptions used in that scene were from the actual report that they yeah. saw it moving toward the eastern passage and that it was sort of right there I mean, downtown Halifax, even then, was a big city, so it's odd that this was there and mm-hmm. then travels the or, the way that it does. Yeah. But I couldn't find a lot of reports of how high it was, mm-hmm. like how far off the ground this was. So even for people to speculate of how big it was, I couldn't really figure, like, how they were coming up yeah. with that. And if it was and just how like, accurate they were. Right. Yeah. It could just be, well, this thing was in the sky, but I can't believe it was yeah. like... How can you tell? Right. Like, was it, it, it couldn't have been 100 feet off the ground. Like, it must have been up in the sky. Yeah. So, so I don't know much about that, but... But yeah, but again, like after I realized when I was writing it, like after I made the decision of what this was going to be, that this wasn't just an all facts story. Sort of like the baseball humbug is, even though there's kind of the fantasy aspect to it, it's mostly just facts kind of pulling the narrative along. Mm -hmm. Once I realized that this wasn't going to be that, I kind of wanted to not read anything else in order to avoid stuff that people made up. Even though, and this has occurred to me a couple of times. The people who would have made stuff up would be making it up with the theory that it's true. Yeah. You know, like that this is a yeah. real thing. So then how could you how could you plagiarize somebody in that way if it really happened? <laughs> yeah. But I just thought it would best to just to yeah. avoid the whole good, thing. So, good to be careful. Yeah, that's what I thought. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that was that's basically the story. I don't know how many other questions come up from listening to it. If it's I don't think I think we tried to avoid for the most part it having frustrating aspects mm-hmm. of reality. Like that like things that you would get hung up on. What makes me think of this? Today we saw the movie Women Talking. <laughs> and I assumed going into this movie that that movie was set in the 1850s. <laughs> and as the movie goes on and more and more things keep coming up, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this movie set in the 60s? Wait a minute. Is this movie set in 2010? And I couldn't figure it. And I, my mind was so stuck on that. Set in 2010. And where is it? And yeah. like they, they don't say where it is. I was like, is this America? Is this in Canada? <laughs> we were in the theater and he kept turning to, it was a very quiet movie. He kept turning to me and being like, I wonder where this is. <laughs> And I had to be like, it does not matter. And then at one point, somebody whips out a map. It's like, here we are. I was like, there we're now. We're gonna find out. And it doesn't show you anything. No, it shows you like a county. Yeah, we're here. And at one point, and I leaned over to Sarah. And goes, is this in Kissimmee, Saint Cloud? <laughs> I couldn't tell. But like, my mind was stuck on that because I like I like facts, and yeah. this seemed to be set in sort of a real world. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't think Shag I don't know if Shag Harbor has stuff like that. Was there anything? No. I mean, I don't know. You've, you're kind of close to it at this yeah. point. Yeah. I don't know. There, I mean, it just feels like a story, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, maybe I'm a, a, 
I lack curiosity. <laughs> but as I went through it, I wasn't wondering like how much of this is true and how much yeah. of it isn't, right? Like, because any any events like this, you don't really know what's true. It might be it, like part of the reason you write something like this is to put a story behind something that no one knows the truth about, really, yeah. right? And so, so no, I mean, I think it just it's the story of the. Ex- I think it's more about the experience of the people than it is about the event, which I think is you know what yeah. it should be. And that's how it became this kind of big yeah. fictionalized thing that it did. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was kind of the goal. I just think that the reason we even had to do this episode was because I I realized that the most of the visitors to Nova Scotia episodes don't fit in with our show. Even <laughs> even to the extent that, like, the baseball humbug does, where I think you can learn stuff from that. Oh, yeah. You can't really learn anything from this. This is, sort, this is just a show. This is just a drama. I mean... Does anybody learn anything from our show? I mean, learn. <laughs> but I think they discover facts. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You know, nobody's, I think, going to change their lives based on the stuff they yeah. find out in this. But but I think we're providing information. And yeah. I don't know that the Visitors to Nova Scotia really does that. Besides yeah. the fact that it's set on the day it actually happens. Yeah. The day Liev Schreiber was born. <laughs> I don't, I just think that that's a thing. So, um, but yeah, otherwise, I think that's about it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of, I, I, don't, I don't really... I don't think I don't think it's interesting enough to get into the anecdotes based around the show itself. Yep. This isn't a making of that show, yes. but I did want to at least make the difference between these are things that we know actually happened. Yeah. These are the things that they think happened and that's how the show was made. So, yeah. that's it. If this in any way fills in those gaps. Wonderful. Uh, I'm sure we want to throw up uh, some additional props even though everyone got credits to everyone who participated. It was a big old cast. Huge cast. Huge. Yeah. In addition to you and me, there were 33 other people who appeared in the, <laughs> in the five episodes in total. Uh, Which is more listens than we typically get on a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's close. It's close. Uh, but yeah, we. I, I was glad everybody uh, came on board. Most people seem to enjoy it. I don't. I don't think there were people who came out of this like, oh man, what a waste of my time. Like you know, a couple people were real assholes. A couple people were dicks. Yeah. Everybody was great. Uh, you know, I even I got we got relatives and everybody else yeah. to help out. Uh, you know, coworkers and old coworkers yep. and yep. people we went to grade school with came in to uh, to help out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it's uh, you know I appreciate all of that and you know. I hope the show came off. Uh, we will be back uh, next time uh, with a different topic. This, I swear, in, will be the last time we episodes. cover this. <laughs> I don't know why we would revisit this yeah. circumstance, and thank God. This You're- show is not, uh, it happened once in Nova Scotia. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are we changing the name? Oh, no. We gotta, we're going to go to Nova Scotia, Yeah. start buying old newspapers. Yes. Just reporting stuff that happened back in the day. <laughs> On the Great Island. (laughs) It happened at one point in Nova Scotia. That's it. That's the whole show. I like it. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for coming along on this. Yeah. How do you want to go out? You got an outro? You got an outro for the visitors to Nova Scotia? You get to outro this, I did. I did everything. I wrote the show. I I, I, I produced it as I questioned heartily when I saw the credits. You produced the whole show. (laughs) That's why it's listed that way. Yeah. No. I I don't. uh, I think we're good. Do do you know? Do you want to sing one of the songs? There's a couple songs in there. No. No? Do you have a uh, uh, the Visitors to Nova Scotia musical uh, at the top of your head? No. I'm done making up songs on this show. You make me do it all the time. We just watched Rent, and then you started singing songs about our day <laughs> today based on parts of Rent. So I feel like you have this talent, and you're just depriving the listeners. It was what? In napping, in movies, in sleeping, in more napping. <laughs> We're going to eat more carrots anyway. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. This has been It Happened One Year. 
Please follow us and rate us. And if you search for us on IMDb, we might be there. We were both extras in the movie Fancy Pants.